0: If your hashtag life goals involve luxury travel and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to the mindset, magic, and manifestation podcast with your girl. It is I, Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level looks life. Holy cow. Uh, I have so many life updates for you guys. This month has been absolutely nuts in my world, and... I'm just waiting for the universe to cut me a check and cut me a break. <laughs> just kidding. I'm actually going on vacation next week, but this month literally has been crazy. It's my birthday month. My birthday is January 13th. I turned 24. What a fun age. I really loved 23, so I was a little bit bummed. But you know, best year ever vibes. Best year yet. Every year is going to be the best year. So on my birthday. Uh, a few days before my birthday, somebody hit my car and totaled Tessa, the Tesla. I am... I'm heartbroken. I literally actually just found out today that they decided my car was totaled because it had taken so long to evaluate it. And if they were deciding, insurance companies were deciding whether or not to fix it. She has officially been totaled. I'm super sad. She was an iconic, iconic phase of my life. One of my favorite manifestations ever. One of my favorite manifestation stories to tell. And I have an episode um a couple months back all about manifesting Tesla the Tesla so Definitely listen to that. Um, but the good things that come out of it is I don't have a car right now, which means a lot more walking, a lot more sunshine, a lot more steps. It also means I get a brand new car. And after everything is said and done, I'm actually getting some money from insurance um from this crash. Like they're paying off my car and I get to like take some money home. So it all works out, but it's been really wild. What else is new? So we're without car in the middle of cars. We're going to get a bougie car next. Well, we already had a bougie car. Another bougie car. (laughs) Just rambling. I hired a new employee. Her name is Erica. She's amazing. She's basically like a content manager, marketing manager, personal assistant, all of the things wrapped into one. You guys will see lots of her on my Instagram story. She's lovely. She's actually my brother's girlfriend and I'm super excited and happy to have her on my team. That happened this month. So we've been onboarding her. My best friend Caleb came to town last week and we went to Palm Springs over the weekend and completely unplugged and a random man actually paid me hundred dollars to take a photo with him. So that was pretty iconic. <laughs> Just spewing out the random details of my life. Um, and I'm going to the Dominican Republic next week. So I'm very, very excited. I'm going for seven days on a vacation. It's going to be lovely. And if you guys want to see bits and pieces of my trip, definitely follow me over on Instagram. At the Michaela J. So things have been wild. I've been working on a lot of things behind the scenes. Me and Erica have been building up a lot of like influencer content creator stuff. I've been getting consistent on TikTok again, posting twice a day on there. Been very obsessed with making reels lately, too. We've just been booked and busy, baby. And life is good. And now we're getting a new car and now we're going on vacation and all of the things. (laughs) Um, and one of my best friends actually just got a brand new job and is getting paid about double her salary, which we're super excited about. And I'm going to get to go with her to buy her first like big girl designer bag, which is always one of my favorite things. It's such a special moment for people because it means a lot. You know, it's never about the things like who gives a fuck about the things. It's not about that. It's about like holy shit, I've come so far and I can buy myself something really nice and luxurious. that's going to last a long time and have so much meaning wrapped up in it. I think about the Bottega bag that I have and it was such a journey to get that bag. I went to so many different stores, couldn't find it. Finally found it in Paris at the third location um, I went to, like the third store location, and they only had one left in stock. And there's just like so much meaning and memory tied up in that. And I love being a part of that experience. With other people, so lots of things going on in Michaela World. Our sponsor this week is very, very, very exciting. I cannot wait to share this with you guys right now. For another 24 hours, I believe we have my Quantum Increase and Expansion Program on pre-sale. My Quantum Increase Program is where I teach all things. Quantum physics, quantum mechanics, quantum manifesting, and how that actually ties into real life. You know, it's it's bridging the science and the spiritual, and I'm bringing it to you in a way where there's like actionable things you can do and rituals. So part of that, you guys get my quantum fucking leaping pre-work, which is one of my favorite two-part series I've ever taught. You get the millionaire coding pre-work, which is my favorite quantum manifesting ritual. And then I'm actually going to be teaching this program live, and it's going to be four weeks long. I am so stoked. However, This is the last round I'm going to be teaching live because the videos I do in this round are going to be our Now and Forever videos. So if you want to hang out with me live, you want to be in the last live round ever of Quantum Increase, definitely hop in. It's on pre-sale. You're saving like $500 on pre-sale, which is really great. And there's a VIP option if you want to work one-on-one with me for a month. And there's only two spots left for that. Somebody already grabbed one of them. But I will have the link for you guys in the show notes. And if you can't find the link or can't access it for whatever reason, just Shoot me a DM on Instagram and we will get you all signed up. Before we dive in the episode, I want to give you guys a little rundown About what's going on. I brought on a guest today, which is very, very rare. And typically our guests are only Caleb, but I brought on my friend Jordan today. And I'm super excited to share her with you guys because Jordan and I get to catch up every few months. She lives in Nebraska and I obviously live in California. And when we meet up, we are just a whole vibe. Like it's just the best time ever. I feel so excited and energized afterwards. And I feel like, holy shit, Like that was just like so much energy buzzing. And I leave feeling more energized. And that's always the best feeling with people. Jordan is one of the most intentional, kind, sweet, determined, selfless humans ever. I'm really, really excited for you guys to dive into this episode. She's so eloquent. She's so knowledgeable. And she really embodies all the things that um, she talks about. And that's why she's one of my good friends. We always joke and say that Everything we talk about, we should be recording and selling or putting on the internet because it's so fucking good. Um, So, I wanted to bring on Jordan today. She is a certified holistic health coach. And so, we talk a lot about health and food and fitness and moving your body and how that ties directly in with spirituality. It's a really great episode. We're talking a lot about meditation, about presence, all of the things. And I want to read you guys her little bio. I am Jordan. I'm a coach, a healer, yogi, a storyteller. An advocate for holistic health and wellness, a young creative with the desire to inspire those around me. And above all, I am a woman with a passion to connect, share, and grow with you. So obviously she's just a fucking gem. She's basically like an earth fairy <laughs> is the best way I would describe her to you guys. She's a self-love coach. She makes amazing content on Instagram and she's one of my good friends. So without further ado, let's meet Jordan. Hi Jordan. Thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here.
0: Oh my gosh. This is going to be so magical and wonderful. And you guys have already heard Jordan's little bio and about her, but she's one of my good friends in Omaha. And it's so funny that we became friends after I left Nebraska. Like, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) I know. I really am still trying to wrap my head around that because I wish you were here, but it also makes it that much more magical every single time that we are together. And then I feel like we have loads to catch up on.
0: I know. It's so fun. That's actually been one of my biggest blessings. Like being the one who moves across the country, like being long in a long distance relationship, having all my friends be at home still. It's like my time with everybody is so much more intentional and that makes it so much more special.
1: I totally agree. That's honestly one of my favorite things when you've been here. I've come to visit you. It just feels yes. like we're both so present with one another because we've been like looking forward to it.
0: I know exactly. And that, this is all just so perfect because one of the things that we wanted to talk about today is being present. So I feel like presence is a huge thing I've learned from you. Um, just from being friends and like always watching your Instagram content and you guys have to follow Jordan on Instagram. She just kills it with the content. Um, and you always talk about being present and it's not something that I ever really cared about or really focused on until It was in so many conversations that you were having online and in person. So have you always been like a very present person or is this like a learned practice for you?
1: First of all, you're making me blush. You are so sweet. (laughs) Um, But definitely not. And it's so funny because – it probably would have been maybe like five years ago um, that my ex boyfriend at the time actually like told me about meditation mm. and was like telling me how cool it is and how I should try it out. And my sister thinks it's so funny because she'll even say she's like, "I remember when you like laughed in his face and you were like, huh, meditation, like what's that, you know?" Yeah, and I really had no idea what. The benefits were or why I would do it. And I think that the disconnect with a lot of people that, you know, are curious about meditation but don't really know where to start, it's like, they're like, oh, but it's so uncomfortable. I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking about all of these different things that are going on in my head. And I'm just getting even more anxiety because I'm just sitting there in stillness. And now that I've been doing it for so long, I feel like that's the whole point is to really think of it as mental hygiene and taking the time to give yourself the awareness of what's actually going on in your mind, you know? Are you just letting your thoughts go haywire or are you really being present moment to moment with your thoughts and what you're thinking? And it has absolutely changed my life. I am so grateful for my meditation practice because now it kind of flows into my day-to-day life and it's more so about when I am with my friends or family or when I'm working on something, whatever it may be, I have so much more focus, discernment, and clarity and just am able to like really enjoy the moment to moment, if that makes sense. I know that now that you know about it, it's like the more that you practice it, the more aware you are when your mind does start to wander, when you're in conversation with somebody and you're not being 100% there. And I feel like that energy, the other person can always feel that, you know what I mean? So it's been really, really powerful for me to kind of go on that journey and over time, you know, I dabbled a little bit with different apps. There's like Headspace, there's Calm. I love to go on YouTube and just look up um, Boho Beautiful. She does a g- bunch of really great meditations, so oh, I'll do I that. Heard
0: of her? Boho, yeah. what is it? Boho, it's Boho
1: Beautiful Yoga. Okay. I'm pretty sure, but I love her meditations that she has on YouTube. Or else you can just look up like the frequency of like peace or love um, in Hertz on YouTube and just listen to that. And that's also a really great way to meditate.
0: I love the um, frequency music. I usually fall asleep listening to those. I'm like such a hoe for a sleep meditation right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, But one thing I wanted to circle back to that you said there is that like being uncomfortable in meditation is kind of the point. I love that because it's like – you have to, when you're in that meditation, you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there with your thoughts and you're forced to look at what you're thinking. And for me, when I'm in those moments of self-awareness, I'm like, okay, that was a fucked up limiting belief. That was a, a literally an imaginated, like a story I made up in my head. That's not true. That was overthinking. That's the to-do list. You know, it like, it makes you uncomfortable because you're like looking at what's going on in your head. And it's like, that's what's circling our minds all day. And so having this meditation practice and focusing on being present is really great because you're supposed to be uncomfortable and that's how you get out of your comfort zone and make real change.
1: Absolutely. I think just like you said, having that awareness that you are not your thoughts, Mm. but you do get to Control your thoughts, and you get to sit in that higher seat of awareness and kind of step back and pull yourself out and get that higher perspective, is the way I like to think of it. Right. Um, somebody, if you're a visual person, somebody once explained it to me almost like when you're in the car driving and you're not really like you're just in the moment, you're listening to music, whatever, and then maybe you see a car that reminds you of like your ex-boyfriend. And immediately you start to like go into this story and I think it's like, You see, you see somebody like hugging him in the passenger seat, and then you're like, oh my gosh, is that him? Who's he Mm. with? Like you're literally just making up this story out of nowhere. And then you drive by and you realize it's not even him. But (laughs) you just like attach this whole meaning to it. And we do this with every little thing all of the time. Mm -hmm. And so to just have that awareness of like, okay, you can notice that car, but you don't have to like spiral into any thought pattern around it. That's your decision.
0: Yeah, oh my goodness, a huge thing I talk about with my clients on the podcast is that we just we create stories all the time and we make everything mean something and nothing has to mean anything, right? Like if we have a goal and we don't hit that goal, oftentimes our brains will just be like, oh, well, like that means I suck. That means I didn't work hard enough. I'm not good enough. There's a meaning that's like instantly attached. And that really fucks your mentality and creates so many limiting beliefs. And there are these stories that are simply not true. And I loved what you said of like, your thoughts are not you. And that's so important. What is like your ritual or practice for being present? Is it just meditation? Is it like putting your phone down? What's that looking like for you right now?
1: As far as like with my day-to-day rituals, I do First thing when I wake up, I actually have like a manifesto that I've written out. So it's kind of all of my beliefs, different characteristics about myself, what my highest self looks like, um, what my future self looks like, things that I really want to call into my life. And so I have that recorded into like an audio file. And so I just listen to that or sometimes I'll read through the printed out version. Very first thing when I wake up. And then after that is done, I go straight into, depending how I'm feeling, a five, 10, or 15 minute meditation through an app or looking it up on YouTube, like I said. And that is just the best way for me to start my day. Like I don't touch my phone, I don't do anything except for obviously to like listen to this. Yeah. And that really sets the tone for the entire rest of the day. Like if I think I notice more how it, hurts me when i don't do it like the days that i've fallen off and like been rushed and haven't had the time to meditate i feel so scatterbrained i just have right. anxiety i'm just truly not like being in the present moment but i also say that like meditation can be different for so many people and i didn't really get into the meditation aspect until like doing yoga yoga really brought me to that but i also think it's important that like maybe your meditation is just like being in the shower and letting like the negative emotions like rinse off of you or maybe it's you going Going on a walk, whatever resonates with you, where you can just kind of get into that, drop into your body and get out of your head. I think that is definitely the best way to do it. And it's not a one size fits all. You really have to figure out what works best for you.
0: Yeah, that's what's the most sustainable, too. I always teach my girls. uh, I'm like anybody who listens, it's like you have to find what works for you and what resonates with you. And when I talk about spirituality, for some people that's religion for some people that is the universe and for some people that's like playing with like goddess mantras different things and it's like at the end of the day it doesn't matter what you believe in it matters that it resonates deeply with you and it supports you and your rituals are the same right like i am an og journal girl so i go ham with journaling and then i do like sleep meditations but somebody else might be way more of a meditation kind of girl and journaling might be just every once in a while so i love that like so so much about finding what works for you and i love a hot girl walk that's like a great meditation vibe
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking that too i was like yep hot girl walks are the hot vibe girl walks.
0: Oh, wait. I had, a, I had a, quite the hot girl walk this morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> an hour walk to the gym. That'll oh my, do it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. For anybody listening, um, my car was totaled while it was parked. So thank goodness um, nobody got hurt. But I am without a car right now and had to walk an hour to the gym, had a training for an hour, and then had to walk an hour back. So quite the hot girl walk. But (laughs) I want to go back to this manifesto. What the hell is that? That is a vibe. I want like a full detailed breakdown of this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you need to do it. Honestly, it's been very, very life-changing for me and almost in one of those ways where, you know when you say, I want to level up. Like, Mm -hmm. I really am ready for that next level and then immediately universe, God, spirit, whatever, boom. Hits you with that level up, hits you with those challenges. Oh, yeah. Ever since (laughs) I've been doing this, it's been coming in hot. Oh, boy. But I asked for it, you know? So with the manifesto, it's – first thing is like 10 characteristics. And so I have them written out as like let's say open is one of the characteristics. Mm. So. The way that I literally have it recorded is saying, Jordan is open-minded to all experiences. She doesn't cling on to the good or the bad. She simply accepts things for the way they are. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then I would go down the list of all the different characteristics that I want to embody that are really important to me to achieve my goals. And then after that, I have a paragraph about my belief system. So things that I like deeply intrinsically believe that I am like worthy. I am enough. I constantly am calling in the right people at the right time things like that. And then I go into the manifesto portion and that's basically quite a few paragraphs detailing out what I want my future life to look like, um, whether it is my career, my lifestyle, my health. And then after that, it goes into five separate categories of goals. And so that's broken down into like my lifestyle, once again, career, um, my health and wellness, my mindset, um, and then like my how I feel physically, and then have you know specific goals within all of those. But it just is the best way to set the tone for the beginning of the day because it's so easy to get lost in the motion and just you know going going through things versus actually thinking about like this is what I want my life to be, and I truly am a believer. It's so easy to have these goals and these future things, but if you are not doing Action steps on a day to day basis to execute that, you're never going to get there. And so being, you know, focused on who I want to be, how I can embody that and like be in true alignment with my highest self. It's just been such a game changer. And I would like highly recommend it for anybody. It doesn't have to be super long if you don't want it to. And if you're more of a visual person, maybe just like posting it on your mirror somewhere, you're going to see it every morning. Um, But for me, I definitely love the audio aspect. And so just listening to it in the morning really, really helps me to get centered.
0: Ooh, that is so magical. And I'm going to do that literally tonight. I love that idea. (laughs) Yay. Um, That's, I just, and it's so detail oriented and I am obsessed with that. So you write it down. Do you have a printout and then you have your audio as well?
1: Yeah, I have both. So depending how I'll feel, sometimes I'll read it as I'm listening, or other times I'll just listen to it and lay in bed, or I'll get up and like sit on my mat. Kind of just depends how I'm feeling. That's the intuitive portion because I think it's so important to like be strict in your routine, Mm -hmm. but like it's like strict in what you want to accomplish, but you have to be flexible in your approach on a day to day basis.
0: Yep, I totally agree. Okay, I love this because you're hitting all like a couple different senses. So if you're like, okay, it's an audio day, you want to do that, or you can read, or you can even read it out loud. I heard once that um, anything that you speak aloud, it's ten times more powerful than what you read. And so like the affirmations we say, it's so much more powerful when we're listening or when we're speaking them out ourselves. So this can be a really cool combo that's never the same like any day, so you don't get bored of it. And just because we love multitasking, you could like take your hot girl walk in the morning while listening to the audio and just hit it from all angles. And I love that because one of my biggest hacks when it comes to being in a high vibration is like when you feel your energy is off, getting into some form of movement and like having a state change is so important. Whether that is a hot shower, cold shower, a walk, a workout, yoga, stretching, like going outside and taking a deep breath of air, like whatever it is, and then adding your audio to that would be very, very powerful for your subconscious. Wow. This is super cool.
1: Yeah. That mind body connection is so powerful and so real. I love that you said that because. So true. So, so true.
0: Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about health and fitness because obviously you are certified, our certified queen, um, and you're super into fitness and also yoga and all of the things. So how did that come about for you? Where did it start? Were you a gym girl? Were you a yoga girl? Were you a sports girl? How did it come together?
1: Growing up, I definitely was into sports, but honestly had no – Real idea around health and wellness. I actually was just posting on my Instagram story today, kind of about like my self love journey a little bit, because Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, I totally struggled with my eating habits, just having body dysmorphia, you know, eating disorders. And through that, you know, once I graduated and I wasn't doing sports, and then I kind of like wasn't really eating very healthy or taking care of myself, and you just feel it, you have a different brain fog. I really am such a believer that food is medicine, and so when you're not using it as such, that is where dis-ease or disease comes from, whether it is physical, mental, whatever, and so I was noticing the effects of all of that, and – over time, you know, you just kind of get to a point where, when are you going to be sick of your shit? When are you going to make a change? And that's when I kind of started to learn a little bit about meditation. And my aunt actually went through the same program that I did, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Mm -hmm. And so she had told me for years and years, like, you need to look into this program. It would so resonate with you and who you are. And so I remember looking at the program and this was um, May of 2020. So everything was just crazy and I was not super happy in my job working full time as a cosmetologist. I wasn't able to like really give myself the time and dedication that I felt like I deserved. And Mm -hmm. so I looked at their curriculum and within like three days I signed up for the program. It was like a no brainer moment. Like this is exactly what I meant to be doing. It resonated in every single cell of my body. And so I signed up and through that, it really gave me all of the tools that I needed to really further that self-love journey um, and kind of extend it into all areas of my life. Because when we think health and wellness um, and nourishment, as much as I'm a believer that you know food is medicine, I really think that a big problem in our current culture is that people... Get so overwhelmed by all of these different things that are happening that they don't even know where to begin when it comes to food. Mm -hmm. And so, my job as a health coach is really to help people kind of sift through those different areas. And I like to think of it as kind of like the circle of life, and Mm -hmm. that your primary foods are all of the things that really nourish your spirit and your soul, you know, whether that's your relationships or your physical activity, your home cooking, your home environment, um, all of these different little facets. That nourish this other emotional side of us. And what can happen is when we're not nourishing our emotional side properly or these other areas of our life, oftentimes that can turn into emotional eating um, like binging or starvation episodes, whatever it may be. You can kind of see how those two reflect each other very closely and they're very intertwined. Right. um, not only like in our body with like our gut brain access, but just the way that they kind of reflect in the outer world as well. And so for me, once I started to, you know, use these tools and I started to get my nutrition in line and, you know, start exercising and doing yoga, I have never felt just so aligned and actually falling back in love with myself and wanting to take care of myself. And to say that is so crazy because at one point I really didn't have any awareness around like what self-love was.
0: Oh, it's so great to look back over the journey and you're like, wow, I've come so far. And I saw your post on Instagram today. um, And it's just so crazy. Like we look – at the past and I'm like oh my god like 5 years ago I would never imagine being where I am now with like my health and fitness and mental health you know it's so crazy
1: it it really is it's such a beautiful journey to watch unfold but it definitely is not easy and it takes a lot of Commitment, just like with anything that you want to achieve, you know, building a relationship with your friends or family has its challenges. Well, building a relationship with yourself is just the same. Um, And it's a constant juggling act, you know, I don't think you're always or ever going to have a perfect balance. But the goal is, I think, to just find that vibrancy in life, find those moments where you can just be still and be in that presence. Like I said, even the other morning, it was so so beautiful. It was just a beautiful moment. It was like super cold outside because I'm in Omaha and the sun was like shining as I was like about to walk inside my front door of my house. And I was like, no, like I just like want to sit here and let the sun hit my face and just enjoy this little moment. And so I think that's what it's all about is, you know, working in all of these areas to heal ourselves or to better ourselves. Like, yeah, that's great and all, but my biggest message that I always want people to – resonate with is that you know it shouldn't always be this goal to heal or to fix yourself it's more about changing your perspective and removing the lens that made you ever think that you weren't worthy of that love and of accepting yourself as who you are you know this isn't um a perfectionist journey or you know constantly healing i think sometimes people fall into that trap and mm-hmm. so more so i just want people to know that like you innately are are part of this universe and this whole grand scheme and just that in itself makes you so valuable.
0: Ooh, I love that. And I totally agree that we get trapped in this like healing journey where there's always another level. And of course, there's always more that we get to work on, but it's like, this doesn't mean that you're always broken or that you have to be fixed. And I love to talk about with people like there's light work and there's shadow work, you know, like your manifesto is light work. It's like the affirmations, the goals, the vision, and then the shadow work is going to be those deep limiting beliefs and working through trauma and different things. And it's like, you get to go through phases of life in each of them, but regardless of all that, you're worthy. I love that. And All of this just is summing up like an intuitive lifestyle, you know, intuitive eating, intuitive movement, finding what works for you. And I also have found personally, especially, well, I'm vegan and I've been vegan for so long, even before my spiritual journey, but I eat really healthy and really clean. I have to, to fuel like the crazy ass workouts I do with my trainer. And I just always notice that when I eat well, I feel so much better. Like, I just feel better from the inside out. And it's because some of those foods that I choose have naturally higher vibrations Mm. than like junk food. And so it's like, okay, great. Well, I'm always going to work on making the loving decision for myself, choosing like the loving meals that I know I'm going to feel so good after, choosing the loving movement in that moment, choosing like the loving words towards myself for the self-love vibes. Do you feel the same way when you eat like certain foods that you're like, oh yeah, this is like a high vibe meal?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I actually love that you bring that up because for me, like one of my biggest goals when it comes to nutrition is to actually be like high off of food. And I know that sounds crazy, but the more that you understand how powerful food as medicine is, it is crazy what certain foods will do, you know, just to your mental state, um, to your physical state as well. You know, there are things like, um, chaga mushrooms are these mushrooms (laughs) that actually eat away cancer cells or, um, Like lion's mane can really help prevent Alzheimer's Um, and that's like another mushroom derivative. And there's all of these foods that I keep learning about that have so much power internally. And so I'm really obsessed with the idea of just like the cleaner I can eat, the more – like high on life I can be and more present in life. And I love what you said about the plant-based eating because obviously plant-based foods uh, derive more light. And Mm -hmm. so when you're eating that, I feel like you naturally are putting more light into your body, which is the higher vibe, the more awareness. And majority of people, once they start to eat more plant-based or introduce that into their life, I hear so often how common it is to have so much less brain fog, like you said.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. And especially when you're eating like good vegan meals that aren't like processed. Like you guys, we're not talking about Oreos. Okay. We love an Oreo, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about like a nice little bootable situation. And I am obsessed with this idea of getting high off of food. So like, what are some of your favorite meals right now?
1: Recently, I've been doing a lot of stir fries. And so I will just put a ton of different veggies together and I'll add some quinoa at the end. Um, it really depends on the day. Right now it's been cold here. So right. I wish I love eating more like fresh, cold things. In the summer, like that is my favorite time for food in general, mm-hmm. I would say. Cause in the winter I'm more like, okay, like I don't know, like soups and all of that. I don't know if it's part of just like my uh dosha with that where I yeah. just it doesn't it doesn't really balance well with me. But yeah, I've been having a lot of really good stir fries. Um, I was eating plant-based for like seven or eight months. And recently Mm -hmm. I've been having some seafood again. So once again, I'm just such a big encourager of like doing what feels good for you or what's right for you. And if it's eating the damn Oreo, then it's eating the Oreo. You know (laughs) what I mean?
0: Yep. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, definitely. I saw you were making – I think you made salmon or something the other day on Instagram. And I was like, oh, I love that. I like when I see people who are, like, plant-based and then they just, like, throw in whatever they want occasionally. And I'm like, good for you. If your body was craving fish, eat the damn fish. Like, exactly. <laughs> to your body. It's always telling you what it needs.
1: Yes, and growing that intuition is like what is so powerful that's the power of the presence is like actually being able to listen to your body because when you are you know eating a lot of processed foods and stuff. Unfortunately, most of that does have chemicals and a lot of things that are directly working against your awareness. And so that process of you know just slowly incorporating new foods is a great way to kind of crowd out the others because I hate to think of food as being like, we shouldn't feel restrictive. We should feel like so excited about all the things that there are to try. And the more that you're trying new healthy foods, the less room you're going to have for the junk food, the processed shit so
0: yes i i apply that in my life when it comes to like healthy habits and things it's like when you're adding in so many new healthy habits it crowds out the old ones that weren't as healthy for you, you know? So like for an example, almost every single night I take, um, a bath ritual and there was a hot minute where I would just like spend my evenings watching Netflix in bed, which is totally fine. But like, I feel like I get much more out of a bath ritual where there's a lot of intention. I really get to like cool down. I do a lot of good journaling, a lot of good thinking when I'm doing that versus Netflix. I'm just kind of like, I don't know, zoning out and decompressing. But I feel like when I add in these really healthy rituals or even like going on a walk to get coffee every day, it's like that time before I might've been scrolling on my phone. So it's like, how can you add in the positive, healthy things into your life, whether it's food, habits, adding in new people, you're going to crowd out the bad foods, the bad habits, the people that aren't serving you as much because you just won't have space for it anymore. And this makes me think of just the idea of like following your bliss and like following what really lights you up. And that's so important.
1: Wow. I love, I love that so much. and, especially what you're getting into and basically saying a lot of too is the just like law of physics of momentum and Mm -hmm. the more that you're doing things that fill you up and make you feel good the more you're going to want to do those things that fill you up and make you feel good you know the more you're doing your bath ritual the more you crave that the more that you're sitting and watching your netflix show the more you crave that so that's also such an important part of like being intentional in those day-to-day action steps and those decisions is embodying that highest self and like what what would she do?
0: Mm, yeah, and I love talking about momentum, like momentum is the shit. Like it is just the best. It makes your life so much better and so much easier when you've built momentum. And it's something you can build at any point in time. It's like, you just decide, all right, like, fuck it. It's that draw the line in the sand moment where you're, when you're sick of your own shit, kind of like you mentioned earlier. And it's like, we're just going to create momentum and build a healthier, happier, more intentional lifestyle starting Right now. And I also find that when you're doing lots of things that you really love, it actually gives you more energy. You know, there's this idea. And the conversation of hustle online is really sensitive because it's like hard to talk about hustle without people thinking of like working 15 hours a day and like not sleeping. But if you're doing lots of things that you really love, it's actually going to give you more energy. And I have this conversation with clients a lot. They're like, I'm feeling burnt out. And I'm like, yeah, because you're literally not doing enough of the things that light you up. I'm like, when was the last time You went to the beach? When was the last time you just sat and read a book because you wanted to? When was the last time you just like had a FaceTime with one of your friends? You know, do the things that make you feel really good because it's going to give you more energy, even if it seems like you're just doing more in your day to day life.
1: Oh, girl, you are speaking to my soul. Coming from (laughs) the self care coach over here, that was like music to my ears.
0: Yes. As
1: much as it's so great to like, do all the things to try and better yourself, yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, like doing things that actually feed your soul and make you feel good are going to have such a lasting impact.
0: It's so important. It's so huge. So one thing I want to talk about with health before I forget, because I thought this is super interesting. So you were on Allison's podcast, and you talked about how there are, like, these layers and, like, foundations of life that we have to go to before we go through and solidify, before we can even create sustainable health. And I thought that was very interesting. And I just think about times in my life when I was struggling with home life, or I was like about to be homeless, or I was like having financial issues. It's like the last thing on your mind is like, cooking a stir fry and going to the gym a lot of times so I thought I was like oh my gosh that is so interesting could you talk more about that
1: yeah absolutely like I was kind of saying earlier with you know that mirroring aspect of kind of what you're putting on your plate really mirroring back to whatever you're going through in your life it's a lot about you know creating that capacity for ourselves to take the time to one, like reflect on all of those different areas. Like you mentioned, you know, whether it be like if you have a relationship struggle, um, you know, that could be a direct impact onto how you're eating. And so for me, like a good example that I always give is when I was first single and I was like always lonely at night, that's the time that I would always like want to go and snack on something. And that was obviously like a direct correlation of like me emotionally eating because I was sad that I didn't have somebody. And this could be in any aspect of your life, but that's why it's really important to figure out those other areas of nourishment, work on those other layers of yourself, because I think that the more you work on kind of those intangible things within you, that's when you start to see more of the tangible results outside of you.
0: Ooh, okay. So what should people start focusing on nourishing inside of them? Like, what are some of those foundations you think people should start taking a look at and have more awareness around?
1: I would say probably the biggest one, it's hard not to come back to the meditation aspect for me because it really is if you haven't worked on building your awareness, it's going to be really hard to even see the areas of your life that are out of balance uh, so yeah, building that awareness, building that trust within yourself, you know, even if it's just setting a few like small goals for the week, small action steps, whether that's like taking a walk, like you said, um, or just drinking more water at the end of the day, like we know the things that we need to do to be healthier, right? It's mm-hmm. like drink more water, get better rest, eat cleaner. Okay. But the reason people aren't doing that is not because they don't know what they should be doing. It's because of all of this emotional weight and this fog that people can't see through to actually like help themselves. And so, you know, with in my job, that's the best part is just being able to guide people home to themselves, help them figure out, you know, where are these areas that are out of balance? A lot of times I would say the biggest ones for most people that are clouding them is usually relationships, finances, and career that are those are the things that are running around rent free in people's heads <laughs> on a day to day moment to moment basis and so once you can kind of get more clarity on you know the areas that you're maybe unhappy with or that you want to change from there just making those little adjustments over time And like I said, it's great to have an end goal, but if you're not implementing daily things to get there that are going to change and be different in your day-to-day life, like that is truly the key to building that healthy foundation is just the small compounding habits over time, the snowball effect, the momentum.
0: Mm -hmm. Our girl momentum. Love that bitch. Yeah. And I totally agree. I see that in my clients a lot that the biggest pressing things are our relationships, career and money for sure. And uh, if they're not in a relationship, it might be like a home life family situation comes up a lot with my clients and conversations I have. And it's like it can be hard to really be intentional about some of those habits when everything in your life feels up in the air or it feels like it feels icky. It doesn't feel in alignment. But that's when. Having these rituals and focusing on your health and focusing on movement and focusing on meditation, journaling, all this, that's going to ground you and it's going to give you a new perspective. It's going to show you things differently and that's going to help solve any issues that you feel you're having in those areas of your life.
1: Yes. Time and time again, it's really about you cannot best serve those around you unless you are serving yourself first and foremost, taking care of yourself so that you have enough to pour into other people around you. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. This is a great segment into our hot mess months.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. yes.
0: So, everybody listening, I wanted to um, talk about this. Um, It's so funny. Jordan and I didn't talk for a couple of months, and we were both like in the thick of it. And we both knew. (laughs) We knew. And it was like at the same time, we were just walking through the hellfires. And afterwards, we met up in San Diego and just debriefed all of it. And it was great and fabulous. But let's talk about that. I want to know during your hot mess era just like mine do you feel like you were doing your rituals less do you feel like you were spiraling more what was like going on internally and how did you climb out of that
1: oh yeah I was spiraling (laughs) um and that's the great part about being human and Mm -hmm. getting to do this work and you know seeing my own patterns you know I never want anybody to think that like Just because, you know, me and you help other people and we coach and we do these different things that – that doesn't mean that we're not also going through our own shit because we are. um, And I feel like that gives me more capacity to be able to empathize with people and understand Mm -hmm. what they're going through and – When I was spiraling, um, I think I told you about that direct manifestation that happened because of my spiraling. I was just having all of these feelings basically around like my self-worth and not being enough. And I knew that I was spiraling. Oh, I knew because I'm self-aware. Okay. (laughs) But that didn't stop me from continuing. And so I kept having these thoughts of like around not being worthy. And within the course of a week, you guys, this was so crazy. I left my purse at a restaurant. And then luckily, like, called back and they still had it. It hadn't been, like, taken or anything. Literally, I got – I walked out of there. I went into somewhere else to buy something, left my credit card. (laughs) And then went back, got it luckily. And this was the universe being like, watch it, girl, watch it, you know, check yourself. Um, Well, I didn't check myself. And so then it was literally (laughs) two days later, I'm still spiraling, still not in the, you know, the thoughts that I should have been having. And I knew that. And my car got broken into at the gym. My purse was in there. So everything got stolen, my ID, my credit cards, my cash. And as upset as i wanted to be at that other person uh i for sure knew that i called that energy in because i was sitting there spiraling in all of these thoughts of not being enough not being worthy and then boom direct correlation i kept mm. losing my wallet i kept you know losing my money and then having it stolen was like the cherry on top and so i had you know a meltdown moment and i cried about it and i got upset and you know freaked out And then, you know, had some time to really reflect and think about that. And I was like, you know, this is the choice that we all get to have. You can either keep going in that downward spiral and having bad things keep happen to you, or you can just notice the pattern that you're going in lovingly and with compassion. You know, be like, I understand. I understand that these thoughts are probably coming from, you know, whether it's a wounded inner child or... Trauma from the past, whatever it may be, you just have to go to that part of you in a loving way and say, It's okay. I hear you, but you don't need to worry. Like, I got you. I got you. And so that was kind of my process of pulling myself out of that and being like, It is okay. Like, you are enough. You are worthy. You don't need to, you know, worry and stress about all these things and continue to go in this spiral. Like, and so eventually, I was able to, you know, really work myself out of that. And I always say, you know, it's so great to have those challenges because the challenges are what make us grow and what give us perspective. And so, as annoying as it is to say that, it took having my car broken into for me (laughs) to like wake up and realize. Looking back, I am thankful for those things happening every single time. Something, you know pains me or triggers me, I always find the deepest growth from those experiences. Mm
0: -hmm. Oof. I have so much I want to say in response to this. Lay it on me. so golden. First of all, I love (laughs) this idea of, yeah, we're coaches and we're mentors, but we still have our own shit going on. I actually just talked about that on my Instagram today. I'm just like, well, maybe I didn't end up posting. I don't know. I recorded my Insta stories like four times because I didn't like them. (laughs) Um, But uh, it just reminds me, we all have our own shit going on behind the scenes, right? Like my totaled car and I have a whole bunch of other stuff going on in my life. It's like, there's always things going on and it's our choice to figure out how to navigate it. And I love this idea of like, I knew I'm self-aware, but I kept spiraling because that's exactly what I did in my little hot mess era. And you guys know, I've shared a bit, quite a bit on the podcast about how I was just going through like a, a whole new wave of like a mental health journey and started going to therapy and just started working on some like really deep, dark shit for like three Months and I was in a dark place, and I knew, I knew. We always know, and we know what we need to do, but sometimes we don't do it. We just, we just sit in our spiral, and it's like I talk about with my mom a lot. She's like, I just want to sit in my misery sometimes, and I'm like, Mom, that's not productive. But then, like, we do it ourselves, you know. <laughs> so this happens, and the shitty thing that manifests from this is those signs from the universe get bolder and heavier and more annoying. It's like, oh, you forget something here. You forget it there. Stolen. (laughs) It's like, thanks, universe. Like, all right, I hear you now. Cool. Um, And I had that moment, less of a direct manifestation um, than yours, but it was just like I had one thing happened after another, after another, where I was like, okay, I see the pattern and I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm over it. So like, (laughs) like I'm done, I'm done. Um, And for me, that looks like, Coming back to really um, a lot of the basics of what I teach, which is a lot of like affirmations and just speaking highly of myself and catching those thoughts, because I went th- down a negative spiral of just of not feeling good enough. That was a huge thing for me, and it's something that comes up a lot. And it's like when you don't feel good enough and you start to believe that about yourself, the thoughts get dark, you know, and it gets heavy. And so I had to start catching that and just feeding myself affirmations when I felt like it wasn't true until it was again. And I like that you mentioned the inner child work because I think that can be so powerful. So when you did your inner child work, is that something that you did through like journaling and meditation? What did that look like?
1: Lots of journaling. Yeah. For me, journaling is one of the most profound and powerful tools I've had in my healing journey. And I love that you mentioned that earlier because not only, you know, when I'm writing things in the moment, is it powerful. For me, it's more so when I can look back and reflect on all that I've written and the things that I say. And gosh, it's like just this love note to myself. And it always comes with so much clarity when I can look back on those things. And like you mentioned too, getting out of that spiral and choosing that upward spiral was building that momentum in the other direction. So instead of going into the not enough, all of that, it was like consciously like doing the work of talking to my inner child. Um, I've done a couple good meditations too with like inner child work and kind of like actually visualizing like me like hugging myself as a little girl and being like, I'm there for you. And that was super powerful. and just really making those decisions to get back into my routines of meditating and working out and, you know, feeding my body the things that I needed and just starting to slowly kind of go back in the right direction and building that momentum to get me
0: get me out of that. Funk. Out of the mm-hmm. funk. Out of the mm-hmm. mess. Yeah, I agree. And – I had to add in my journaling again because I remember like when I was going through it, I was like, I don't even want to journal. I'm like, because anything I journal about, I know I'm just going to be negative and I know I'm just going to rant it out and I'm not going to want to shift my perspective. I'm not going to want to shift it into what are the lessons, what are the takeaways, you know? I'm like, i want like, I wanted to sit in my misery for quite a while. And so then after after getting fed up with myself, I was like, okay, what can we start adding in? And thank God throughout all of it, I was um, working out with my trainer and being very consistent in the gym. So I felt like I was definitely moving energy with my movement and my physical body, but it only goes so far if you're not doing the actual inner work on yourself. And so I think if any of you feel like you're in a hot mess era right now, it's like, what's at least one ritual you can stick to and add back into your routine to get your head on straight again, you know, to make you feel like you're getting your shit back together.
1: Ooh, I love that. Just the small little shifts. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you have to do and kind of what you have to cling to. You know, doing that inner work definitely is not fun or glamorous <laughs> at all. No. Um, But the, the insights that you will give yourself through that and you know, just being able to like really build yourself back up. It's kind of like building that trust with yourself all over again of like, okay, even when we do fall down, we can get up and we can work through these things because what happens if you don't face those things and you don't work through them, you just push them to the side. You push them down deeper. And that is like the first way to close your char- chakras. And that was what was happening to me. I was literally closing my heart chakra and I could feel it. And we all know when that's happening, when you're in a tense moment with somebody you love and you're having an c- uncomfortable conversation, it's the same thing that you have to do with yourself. You have to have those uncomfortable conversations to break through them and to actually be able to like reopen yourself up.
0: That's so good. It's so funny you mentioned chakras because I remember during my little phase, I was like, oh my God, my chakras are fucked. I was like, I have to get this together. And I downloaded this really cool like chakra meditation pack and it's in um Apple Music. And I just started to like do those every single day. And that was such a healing thing. The chakras are really A magical tool.
1: (laughs) It really is. Wow, you're gonna have to share that with me because I would be very, very interested.
0: Yeah. You'll love
1: it. See that. Yeah. Chakra healing is a whole nother level of of healing. Truly it is. And it's very, very interesting because it's not something that I knew a lot about a few years ago. And the more that I do this work, it's like you like you can energetically feel those changes within your body. It is insane.
0: Oh yeah, I can always notice immediately. And I love bringing in the chakras to this because you can eat for your chakras, right? Like I am usually working on like one to two chakras at a time, and I will really heavily focus on eating foods that are those colors. And that is just super, super powerful. So like if you guys are working on your root, maybe you feel like your home life is up in the air. Maybe your finances are up in the air. You need some good grounding. That's root chakra. That's red. It's like red apples, tomatoes, stuff like that. And you just go through like the rainbow of colors based off your chakra. And that is very, very, very grounding um, It helps you get back into alignment super quickly. This is why I love food, right? Like I had a weird relationship with food growing up and I had an eating disorder and I had to go to treatment for that when I was in high school. And so food was always a struggle until I became very spiritual. And I was like, huh, I can eat and heal my body. I'm like, this is great.
1: <laughs> they go directly hand in hand. Like I truly feel that way, you know, with health and wellness and spirituality. It's like you just cannot have one without the other. It's like mm-hmm. the yin and yang of life. You, you just can't have the light without the darkness. You have yeah. to have both sides to really get that full balance that we're talking about
0: totally and something that I think Tony Robbins says this is that yeah, we love Tony, Um, that your body is the subconscious. So that's why I love this idea of state change and like listening to your manifesto, listening to affirmations, meditations, whatever, while walking or like I have a mini trampoline and like jumping on the trampoline because when you can connect the body and the mind and then you're fueling your body with like really high vibrational foods, you're solid, right? Like you're just going to feel so fucking good and it's It's really that simple. So maybe a huge – a big takeaway you guys can have from this is like how can you activate your mind, your body, and your soul every single day and make Mm. that your ritual?
1: Yes. um, I love that saying where it's like the mind is – or the body – sorry. The body is the first to know and the last to forget. And so in every moment, it's like energetically, you immediately feel it, like we said, within your chakras, within your body, how you feel. But it's also like the last to forget. And it really does hold on to those those traumas and all of that stuff too. And so I love, I love that so much, just bringing that awareness to those things and then making tiny little changes, like we said, day to day. It's really going to build trust with yourself over time to be like,
0: I got me, you know. Mm -hmm. I can handle it. I can handle it. I always look at any hardships I'm going through in one of two ways. Actually, typically both ways. I always tell myself I'm going through something. I'm like, oh, I'm going through this because I'm going to get a client who I'm going to need to support through the same situation. I always think about that. I'm like a tight to work. And then I'm like, I'm going to go through this. And I'm going to get on the other side of this of this pain, of this dark period of life, of this shadow work, whatever. And I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to trust myself more and I'm going to know that I can get through anything. It's like, that's why we always, especially as humans, like we continue to go through different hardships and different like inconveniences because you will always make it out on the other side. And the more you're reminded of that, the stronger you are and the more you trust yourself. And that's very powerful.
1: So powerful. I love that. I wish I could do it justice, but the Ram Dass quote where basically he says any area of your life... um, That you are not comfortable with or Mm -hmm. that you – I think it's – he's talking about um, anytime that you are clinging to anything, to pleasure, to pain, whatever it may be, like the universe is going to exploit that Mm -hmm. and show you where you need to let go and release and – I just think that 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 is so true because every single time that I am doing that and that I am clinging to something, it really shows a direct correlation of like (laughs) some shit's going to happen and, you know, show you where you need to do some more work.
0: Ooh, I love that. And that resonates so much with me because I'm going on vacation next week to the Dominican Republic with my boyfriend and all of his friends. And I'm super excited, but I'm very nervous because it's a group of 20 fucking people. 20. And I'm like. I'm like, first of all, I don't even have that many friends, let alone, like, really know that many people. I'm like, how can you guys all coordinate a trip like that? Um, But... I was just feeling super anxious because I'm like, I'm going to be with a lot of normal people, normal as in, like, not spiritual weirdos like us. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh my God, I have social anxiety. I'm an introverted extrovert. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I feel like the universe was just shining a light on this story I've been telling myself about, like, basically having social anxiety. And it's like, I've just been creating meanings and stories in my head. And the universe is like, oh, well, that's not going to be sustainable long term. So let's throw you in on this vacation with 20 people and you're going to have to deal with it and get over with it.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like let me exploit the one area that you're not comfortable with and we're going to get you there.
0: Mm-hmm. You're
1: going to do great though. Honestly, you have such good energy. Everybody's going to get along with you. Um and then just be in the corner, like, with some Palo Santo. And yeah, literally.
0: <laughs> really let them
1: know the vibe.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love you. Yeah, it's going to be great. I have um, earrings <sighs> that are smoky cords. I think I'm just going to wear them every day. Like, I can wear them in the pool, so I'll be just fine in the beach. Um, and that's going to protect me <laughs>
1: the whole Get that week. evil eye bathing suit out.
0: Literally. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this has been so fascinating. Fabulous. We have dropped so many gems. Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything that you feel like you want to leave with the listeners, like a lasting message?
1: Um, I, I guess the one message that I would kind of reiterate from what I said before is, yeah, not to get too sucked into the idea of having to heal or fix yourself. It really is just about accepting who you are for, where you're at, loving yourself through it, being gentle, being compassionate. Um, I really think that that is the key to all of this. Is love. Love is just like the highest frequency that there is, and we know that. And so, to really be able to give that back to yourself, there is so so much value and so much power in that. And so, whenever you're struggling or whatever you're struggling with. Come at it from a perspective of love and acceptance instead of, you know, trying to force or change things. That's, that's the biggest thing.
0: Oh, that's so good. Love runs the universe, the highest vibration. It does. So fabulous. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been such a vibe. Tell the people, tell the humans where they can connect with you online and follow you for all the things.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. First of all, this was absolutely amazing. You know, I love and respect you eternally. And so to join you here was so, so magical for me. You guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok and basically everywhere else. It's just Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N underscore. My last name is Shudi, S-C-H-U-E-T-T-E. And I would love to connect with you guys.
0: Amazing. And I will have your Instagram or your TikTok linked in the show notes for everybody. And I'm sure you guys have seen me tag Jordan on Instagram before. So if you can't find her, just stalk who I'm following. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. Amazing. Amazing. Well, this has been so fabulous. Thank you so much again for coming on. Thanks everybody for listening and I will talk to you all next week.